allow me to welcome you all with the traditional salutation of the prophets. In the words of the prophets of God, I say to you, Assalamu alaikum, which means peace be with you all. You are attending this course on the Holy Bible, and I happen to be a Muslim. Naturally, the question arises in the mind of non-Muslim, how can a Muslim talk about the Bible? What is his authority? Now, the Muslim world seem to have accepted me as an authority on the Christian Bible. But the non-Muslims, they don't know. And the best testimony, the best reference I can present to those of you who are not Muslims is from the mouth of the opposition. The people who are out there to give battle to me, let them testify about me. This book has been published in South Africa called The Challenge of Islam in South Africa. The publisher, they call themselves Jesus to the Muslims. They are interested in preaching to the Muslims. They are not interested in the Hindus or the Jews. They are interested in the Muslims. Mission to Muslims. Jesus to the Muslims. Now in this book, the author uses the name Ahmad Didat more times than his Lord Jesus Christ. If that is not a testimony, the whole book is about me, but it's the challenge of Islam in South Africa. The man speaks about the Tabligi Jamaat, the movement among the Muslims, religious pious people. He says, we are not a threat. They speak about the Muslim youth movement. He says, they are all fanciful names. The only guy you know, who is in the forefront of this missionary work or giving battle to the Christian missionary is Ahmad Didat. So the whole book is devoted to Ahmad Didat. Here is another publication called The Commission. It's a Christian magazine published by the Baptist Church in that they had a Baptist journalist of this commission visiting South Africa and they couldn't miss out the Islamic Propagation Center. So they came to my offices in my absence and they went through uh, finding out what they're doing, what work is being done from here, and they wrote an article. And in that article, a visit to the mosque, all that is included here, and they have something to say about Ahmad Didat. A defender of Islam, that's my title. In this Christian magazine, I am called the defender of Islam. And uh, it's quite a lengthy article. But this is a suggestion by this magazine to Christian missionaries. It says, for anyone who would witness to English-speaking Muslims, anybody, any Christian who would go and talk to the Muslims, English-speaking Muslims, especially in Africa. The broadside of Islamic defender Ahmad Didat may be a required reading. You have to read my books. You have to familiarize yourself with my logic, my way of thinking. So in other words, this cause is to help the Muslims how to defend themselves against the Christian missionaries. And if there are missionaries here, you are also welcome. 
If you want to give battle to the Muslims, you'll know what you're going to meet. So it's also you know, equipping you with some type of special knowledge. So if you go and knock at a Muslim's door, and the Muslim is likely to confront you with this, with that, with that, so now you have an answer for that. So there are also is a favor to the Muslims as non-Muslims. Now in this course, we have given to you all a free Bible. This is the authorized King James Version of the Bible. It's given to you free. It's yours for the taking. And I would like you all to, on the cover, you open the book, you see the combat kit, what is this combat kit? There is a blank page, blank white page. I would like you to put your name and address in the cover to this red pen. Use this red pen for this marking as well as every other marking that you will do in the book. The Bible is yours to take, take home. The pens are to return. At the end of the course, you return the pen. But the Bible is yours to take. What you do with the Bible is your business. If you feel that you made a mistake in going through this course and you made some notes on it, and you feel like destroying this book, that's your business. You want to burn it, burn it. You want to throw it away, that's your business. If you want to cherish it, you keep it as a memento you know, of this course for your children, that's your business. So this is yours to take. But if you feel that no, you want to leave it behind, at the end of the course also you can leave it behind. But this is yours, free of charge. Put down your name and address. Your name and address. Your name and address. This is your property. As I said, at the end of it you can trade it and throw it away. But this is yours now to take. Your name and address. That's it. some of my courses in the Middle East, I've come across some Muslim fanatics. They said, no, they won't put the name and address. This book is too sacrilegious for me to put my name and address. So in that case, leave the book and walk out. So people have walked out. But they just don't want to touch it. That's a programming. Brainwashing. <laughs> I don't touch it. I can't put ethics on it, so in that case, use my book and please walk out. Fair? Fair. If you don't want to put your name in address, then you are not fit for the course. What you do with the book, I said, is your business. What you do afterwards is your business. I'm not going to follow you up to find out what you're doing. What, how far have you gone with the book? No, that's not my job. So, you see, Islam and Christianity happens to be the two major missionary religions in the world today. Both are competing for the hearts and minds of people. And in that, the Christians, they have in the battle now, 72,000 crusaders. These are not priests, ministers of the church, parsons, predicants. Mm -hmm. These are the crusaders of Christianity. 
There are 35,000 occupied in Africa at the present moment. Christian crusaders. There are thousands in Indonesia, thousands in Pakistan, thousands in Bangladesh. They are wanting to convert whole world to Christianity. It's a fair proposition. That's the sincerity they feel. They want to save the world from hellfire. And they're doing their job. Islam ha also happens to be a missionary religion, but unfortunately, there are no Muslim missionaries. So now we are at the receiving edge, uh, receiving end. We are the sitting ducks, the targets. The Christian is knocking at our door. The main battle between the Muslim and the Christian is the battle between the two books. The Quran and the Bible. That's a battle. The Christian says that the Bible is God's word. The Muslim says the Quran is God's word. I think you know that. All of you. That's a battle. The Christian says this is God's word. book. The Muslim says this is God's book. The Christian says the Bible is not the word of God. I'm sorry. The Christian says the Quran is not the word of God. So the Muslim says in turn, he says the Bible is not the word of God. The Christian says you Muslim will go to hell. So the Muslim says you Christian will go to hell. This is mere argumentation. So I have discovered, I said, no, we don't talk about that. I met a Christian pastor when I was in the Cape and I suggested this to him. He shares with me, he said, you know, Mr. Dida, I've been watching your videotapes. I said, yes. I said, any questions? He said, no questions. It's surprising. You are a Christian. You see my videotapes. I'm sure you don't agree with everything that you see. You must have some questions. and said, no, no questions. So I suggested this to him that, look, this is our problem between us two. I said, you see, when the Muslim says that the Bible is not God's word, I will tell you why we say that. You are a prejudice. You are, you are lambasing the Quran. No, I said, look, I will tell you why we say that the Bible is not God's word. And for that, I said, let me give you a parable. Jesus Christ ever spoke in parables. People love parables, stories, stories. We love to listen to stories. So I said, let me give you a parable. The parable is between about your father and your mother are sleeping, and in the middle of the night a burglar gets in. The thief at all. And your father wakes up and he tackles with the burglar. But the burglar is too powerful. He overpowers your father, he floors him, sits on his chest, and is strangling him to death. Your poor mother comes to the rescue. And she saves your father's life. So your father tells you, John, that's what's his name, John, chop off your mother's hands. Cut off her hands. He said, Daddy, are you joking? He said, No, my son, I'm serious. So, Daddy, have you been drinking? He said, My son, you, you know, we are born again Christians. You know, we don't touch that stuff. And he knows that. The father doesn't care. But this is a look, you're talking like a drunk hard man. Have you been drinking? He says, no, my son, you know, you don't drink. Then, Daddy, you are crazy. He says, no, my son, I'm inspired. So who inspires you, Daddy? The devil. This is devilish. This woman, 
gave you 40 years of endless pleasures. She gave you so many beautiful children. And now she saved your life. And you want to chop our hands? Daddy, you are crazy. Said, no, my son, I'm inspired. Said, who inspires you? Daddy, he says, God. He said, you are crazy and your body is also crazy. If this is so, that my mother saving your life and you want to chop off her hands, then you are crazy and the God who inspires you is also crazy. Am I right, John? Pastor John said it. If that is so, then this my father is crazy and this God also is crazy. So your father says, my son, I can't help you. Open the book. Open the book, the Bible. Book of Deuteronomy. All of you, I want to open Deuteronomy. Those of you who are handing this book for the first time, at the very first pages you'll find there the contents. Contents. And see in the contents is the fifth item there, Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy is in the contents. And you find Deuteronomy. The book. It's the fifth book of the Bible. But to find any reference, you see the in the contents, it tells you what page, you find Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy, please you see. That's from my language. Oh, but you have to do the work on this one here. It's the same thing. No, no, no. But now when I'm ask you to make notes, you won't be able to make notes here. You have to make notes on this one here. I'm trying in any case. See that? See that? Which one? What page it says? 200? What page is it? 159. 159. 159. Page 159. Deuteronomy, page 1. I want you to page through slowly and look for chapter 25. 25 of Deuteronomy. Don't turn too many pages. Deuteronomy chapter 25. Deuteronomy chapter 25. Right? Chapter 25. See verse 11 and 12. Can you see verses 11 and 12? Verses 11 and 12. Got it? 11 and 12. Right. All of you together now. All but don't know anything. Don't write anything. Don't write anything. I will tell you when to write. All of you together, please read verses 11 and 12. When, start, when, one with another, and the wife of the one groweth near, for to deliver her husband out of the hand of him that smiteth him, and putteth forth her hand, and taketh him by the secrets, 
and thou shalt cut off her hand, thine eyes shall not pity her. That's all. This woman comes here to help the father, he helps the father, saves his life, and now the father says, chop off her hand. And you mustn't show any pity for her. No compassion, no mercy, chop off her hand. So I'm telling John, John, your father is crazy, and the God who inspires that is also crazy. He admitted that. He said, there must be some explanation. I said, yes, give it to me. Explanation, you say, there must be some explanation. You read there, it explains to you everything that this woman comes to help your father, she delivers him and saves him, and now, in the end, the father wants to chop off her hand and don't show any pity for her. There must be an explanation. I said, give! Hmm, he said, there must be some explanation. I said, give it to me. There is no explanation. So now, I want you to write across the two pages, across the two pages, across the two pages, that open book of yours, chop off her hands as a heading on the top on the white space. Chop off her hands. Chop off her hands. Of her hands. Now, verses 11 and 12, verses 11 and 12, frame them, frame them with the red thing, frame them, verses 11 and 12, frame them, that's it, very good, very good. This won't be entered into any competition, so don't worry, you don't need a ruler, just frame it, right? frame it, box it, right, that's a better word, box it. Box it, box it right around. Box this book, you close the Bible, and you go home, and you meet somebody, a Christian missionary comes and knocks at your door, and you tell him, I says, you know, there's something like this, like that in the Bible. There's nothing like that in the book. Show me. Now you 
can't remember your name. Though it is difficult. For the first time in your life, some of you might have heard the word Deuteronomy. It's hard to remember. Remember, you're going to start in an encyclopedia of 66 books, the Bible. It's an encyclopedia of 66 little books. Where are you going to find Deuteronomy? So it's going to make a fool of you. So, to make it easy for you, in this combat kit, open the combat kit now, just a cover, combat kit, combat kit. First page of the combat kit, open the combat kit now, and you see an index. You see the index there, the first page. Index. Now in the index you see, and the W right at the bottom, women, women, item number 43. You see that subject, women? Yes. It's a page 32. Women is on page 32. So open page 32 of your combat kit. Page 32 of your combat kit. Last page. Last page of your combat kit. And you see the subject, women there. 43. Have an arrow coming down. Look, 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 look at me. Have an arrow coming down, 43 coming down to the blank space at the bottom and right in the blank space. Chop off her hand. Have an arrow coming down. Hmm? I said, but chop off her hand. Chop off her hand. I'm looking for top of hand where? So in your Bible, if you don't be 183. 183. 183. Here, here, here. So now, you want to find anything about woman? She has about a woman chopping over her hand. And the W. So you find the W is already there. This was not included in the book. So now you are doing the job. Page 183. Page 
draweth near to deliver. In English, deliver means to save. To save her. From the one that smited him. Gonna kill him. If he kills him, after that he's, he's gonna rape her. This man, usually the guy gets in and he has the better of you, the man is out of the way, he's gonna rape the wife. It's happening all the time. You kill the man, rape his wife or his mother. This woman comes along to help and saves the husband. And now you must chop off her hand. And you must not show any pity for her. Whatever the logic. Person saves your life. Your benefactor. Now on what method is used? You know, if you learn karate, you my sister, you know, there are women who are learning karate now. And in karate, you know, this man comes along to attack, he's gonna rape you. And he can also kill you and rip you after that. Rape you and rip you. Like Peter Sutcliffe. He did it, did it to 13 women. These guys, sodomizing little boys and murdering them. You are under attack. And you're doing karate. What you gonna do? Say no, I must not kick in this crotch. You know crotch? You know crotch? Mm -hmm. That's his weakest part. The guy is trying to get at you, and if you have learned it, me in his crotch. You won't do that. You are, you, know, you are too decent. You are so decent you like to be raped. And raped, you prefer that. To kicking him in his crotch and disabling the guy. What would you do? You wouldn't do that. You are too decent. Hmm? Allow yourself to be raped and ripped. You know, that's a common sense test. You know, any method that you have, you know, poking his eyes, busting his eardrum, anything to save a person's life is legitimate. In, under any law on earth, in any country, even under this new South Africa Self-defense. Defending your loved ones. Anything you can do. But this woman, she did something. She reached for his pirate parts. She knows the weak link. Man, his weakest link. You can disable the guy. No matter what a giant he is. Samson had his weak link in his head. But every man has got his weak link. And she knows the weak link. She used it and she saved her husband's life. You chop up a hand for that. The logic. The logic. It's coming from some city source. Yes. I don't get the exactly what I'm thinking. English, I please don't show the energy. You see, uh, the language, the other Bible, yes. the modern Bible, it says she caught him by the genitals. Oh. Masend. Baba Masend. That's what I'm saying. So, the King James Version is very diplomatic. Catches him with the secrets. Says, so no, what secrets? Huh? So, Baba Masende. He was, who is Adok? Huh? But his cheerleaders caught him by. <laughs> now, the woman to save the husband's life, man, is that a crime? Or oh, is that your mother's hand was stuck with the guy's testicles? She can't let go. Huh? Then chop off the guy's testicles, man. Then you watch off your mother's hands. If your mother's hands got stuck, she can't let go. She fell in love with his balls. Then what you do? She can't let go your mother. So what are you going to do? Chop off your mother's hands or chop off the guy's testicles? What are you going to do? Yeah! 
common sense, man. Whether you are a European or a Bantu or an Asiatic, anyway. Common sense tells you this is the way. Save a person's life. There's no fanciful things there. It is silly. But now, I show you in that very chapter, that very chapter, something that sounds like the word of God. God is merciful. He's not the author of confusion. Verse 4 of Deuteronomy, you don't go with it. Verse 4 says, of Deuteronomy chapter 25, it says, Thou shalt not muzzle the ox when he treaded the pond. What do you mean, Jesus? You see the Jews, you know, you, the old fashioned way, the ox is going on with the pond, losing the grain, and the ox knows that that is food. So while he's doing the job, it takes a bite. Hmm? It tries to loosen the grain, gets a few and the thing falls off from the mouth. It carries on for half an hour, hmm, then it gives another bite. So the Jews say, hey, this oxen are eating the corn. So they used to tie them out, tie up. So the thing can't catch the grain, can't get the corn. So the merciful God says, don't do that. Do not muzzle the ox. Don't muzzle it. Don't tie them out. How much is going to eat the poor thing? How much? How much? Whole day is working for you. Huh? How, many, how many grains is going to chew? How many cows is going to eat? This mercy from God is so compassionate to the ox. It's not compassionate to the woman. I don't know. It's coming from the same God. The same God who is merciful to the ox. He's not merciful to the human being. For saving a person's life. So I said, it can't be from God. That's the logic. And you can come forward. Come forward with the arguments. The more you argue, the more mess you get into. The more they're going to argue, the more greater shit they will get into. See, because I understand. What is this? Secrets? Do explain to you now. It's the genitals. What is genitals? I said, you understand that now? Right. So now, what happened? She saved your father's life and now must chop off her hands. Because she put them aside. Huh? Well, what's wrong? To save a person's life, man, any bloody thing you can do is, is valid. Anything you do to save a person's life. Am I right? Yes. Self-defense. If not, that guy after finishing your father is going to rape your mother. You prefer that? You prefer that? But you are too, you are too, too saintly. You don't do that. So wait for your husband to die, then the guy will be you. You want to wait for that? Wait. That's your choice, your mother's choice. She likes to be raped. Right. Now, this is, in other words now, the Christian missionary, even brought a Muslim house who has been through this course, will be confronted with this. So I'm giving you a chance to think and plan and answer for that. I'm doing you a favor. Either you accept my logic, say, look, this is silly, this is not the word of God, or you have an answer, have the answer ready. That's all. As the Christian magazine is telling you, you have to familiarize yourself. How to give battle with this type of mentality. You. You don't tell him, say, look, this, man, this is not the word of God. Silly, man, nonsense. A God who is merciful to the ox is not merciful to the human being. What kind of a God is this? And this woman has saved your life, your father's life. 
Now we will go to again to combat kit, combat kit of the book. That combat kit is an index, is an index for my students, Muslim students, to familiarize themselves with the Holy Bible. This book, if we started going through it, it will take three months. It's a three months course, but we want to do it through our job. So we can't afford to go through all the niceties. You know, what we Muslims believe about the Holy Bible, what we believe about the Bible, what we say about the Bible, you will ask, the Christian ask, is the word of God not there in the Bible? So we say yes, the word of God is there. In the Bible, in the Holy Bible, the word of God is there. The word of the prophet is there. The word of the historian is there. In the Bible. <coughs> and there are many things others besides, which no decent man can read it to his mother, or his sister, or his daughter, or even to his fiancée if she is a good lady. There are four different types of evidences in the Bible. Four different types. And this little booklet explains all that. It's a lecture in itself. It's the Bible God's Word. You can take one each as you go out. That explains the Muslim position. What do you think of the Bible? The Word of God is there, we give you examples. The Word of the Prophet is there, we give you examples. The Word of the historian is there, we give you examples. And many things besides. We are going to give you many things besides. Which no decent man can read it to his mother, or his sister, or his daughter, or even to his fiance if she is a good lady. And that, I want you to see the item incest. See the word incest there? What does it say? What page it is? Incest. Incest. Item number 16. Incest. Page 13. So page 13. So open page 13 of the combat kit. Page 13 of your combat kit. Page 13 of your combat kit. Item number 16. It gives you the definition of incest. A lot of people don't know what incest is. All of you know what is incest? You see, you're going out with somebody else's wife, committing adultery or fornication. In the law of religion, it's a very serious crime. In the law of the Bible, the adulterer and the adulteress must be stoned to death. Very serious. Very serious crime. That's what the Bible says. The Christian world, they don't know that. It's the Holy Bible saying that the adulterer and the adulteress must be stoned to death. But no Christian nation on earth, no Christian nation on earth, adultery is a crime. It's not a crime. In any Christian nation on earth, adultery is not a crime. Did you know that? You go and finger with somebody else's wife. The police is not going to spy on you to say, that woman is not your wife, so take you to court. Maybe you won't do that. Under the Immorality Act, is the white man with a black woman, you go to jail. Black man with a white woman, you go to jail. Am I right? But you with a black man with a black woman, you commit adultery, no jail. White man with a white woman, no jail. Huh? Never mind, that's a law. South Africa, that's a law. White man prohibiting with another white man's wife is not a crime. 
Africa with African, Indian with Indian. It's not a crime. It's only it goes across the color line. It becomes a crime. The pure logic, funny logic. When I had read that, I said it was very good law. Immorality act. Immorality means immorality. But no, I thought I said no. It's only across the color line. That's when the black woman, you can keep on. We get bastard children every year. It's not a crime. White man with white woman, it's not a crime. Indian with Indian, not a crime according to the law. According to the law of God, they deserve to die. According to the law of God. If this is your book, if this is your holy Bible, according to your law, the adulterer and the adulteress must be put to death. Now, incest is worse than that. Incest is worse than that. You're going out with somebody else's wife or daughter, outside, outside of marriage, unmarried, it's Ubu Pena, adultery. But you go and sleep with your own mother, have sex with your mother, that's worse. That's worse. With your own daughter, worse. With your sister, that's called incest. What is it? Incest is something worse than adultery. Adultery is going out with somebody else's wife or daughter, outside marriage, not married. Serious. In Islam is very serious. In the Bible is very serious. But going and sleeping with your own mother, having sex with your mother, your own mother, your own daughter, your own sister, that's worse. You agree? The Western nations have legalized sodomy, homosexuality. Do you know that? Britain, France, Germany, America, every nation on earth, they legalize sodomy. In Hong Kong, in Hong Kong. Yeah. <laughs> huh? They have legalized it. But still today, they have not legalized incest. You know still, they've got still some sense. They have not legalized incest. You sleep with your mother or with your daughter, they can catch you. So, still, they've got some little sense. South Africa is going to legalize sodomy. A new, new, new world order now. Man, you better be one with a white man. The Americans, they allow it. The British allow it, the French allow it, the German allow it. You better than that. You Africans, you better than that. So no, you also fall on the line. You're going to legalize it. And you're going to legalize abortion. You're not dropping the chat. In America, one million abortions a year are taking place. One million women, they drop the children. Unborn children, one million a year. But the Arab, he chops off somebody's hand for some time. This whole big human guy, now he's a barbarian. You're killing one million children a year. Innocent children, you're not consulting. You didn't consult them. Let me tell you, brother, into the world, make the woman pregnant and you kill the child. One million a year. <laughs> that is not a crime. But for the criminal to chop off his hands, how, how, these are barbarians. We are barbarians. You are the, you are the civilized. You drop one million children a year. In Italy, the home of the Roman Catholic Church, 100,000 a year. In France, same. In Britain, same. In Germany, same. 100,000, average of 100,000 a year. They're aborting the children. Murder, murdering little children, innocent children. But that's not a crime. In South Africa, the loss will be legalized. Because you want to be one with the white man. You want to appear. You say like the American. You sound like the British, like the German. <laughs> That's your, your choice. That's your choice. 
I can't say anything. Right. So incest, the first item there, you see there, A, you see A, you see A written there? That night, that night, they, meaning both the daughters of Lot, gave him, the father Lot, wine to drink, and the older daughter had intercourse with him. The elder daughter of Lot had intercourse with the father. The next day, the older daughter said to her, his sister, I slept with him last night, we had sex with him. Now let's get him drunk again tonight, and you sleep with him. Then each of us will have a child by our father. Huh? So they, so that night they got him drunk, and the younger daughter had intercourse with him. In this way, both of Lot's daughters became pregnant by their father. Father making his daughters pregnant. And both had sons, Ammon and Moab, were born with these two brothers. And out of that came the Ammonites and the Moabites. In the Holy Bible, they are blessed people. God blessed them. God told the Jews when they came out of Egypt, kill the Palestinians, kill the Palestinians. Men, women and children, kill them. Even sucklings, you know, little babies sucking the mother's breast, even are they not to be spared. Don't spare them. Nothing that breathes must live. I'm only reading the Bible to This is the God of mercy instructing the Jews. The Palestinians kill them all, men, women and children. Even suckling, little babies sucking the mother's breast, they are not to be spared. But the Ammonites and the Moabites must not have us. Who are they? They are the children of Lord. Father having sex with his daughters and be getting bastard children, children of incest. Those children and their family are <coughs> don't, don't interfere with them. Don't harass them. Don't marry with them. What's the logic? What's the logic? Palestinians kill them. That bloody rubbish. Even the little ones. Innocent thing. Kill them! But the Ammonites and the Moabites, you must not have us. Because we are the children of Lord. Father having sex with his daughters and producing bastard children. Because of that, they must be protected. So, on the side of this statement, you put down P15 in big writing. P15 in big writing on the side. The right writing space. Put down P15 means page 15. Don't worry about that now. Just put down P15. Item B. Item B. Put down P32. P32. <coughs> P32. Item B. P32. Item C. Item C. Put down P35. P35. Item D. Item D. P288, P288, P288. Item E, E, E. Put on P292, P292, P292. In other words, these page numbers I have given you, in your Bible you'll find the stories there. But, your Bible at home is a different Bible. No, the page numbers won't be the same. See, every Bible, different publication, different time, different numbers. But the, the, the reference is the same, but the pages won't be there. So this is for your Bible. Therefore, everybody's given a Bible, so you don't have to start fumbling. In your Bible is something else. And in your Bible, you, where you're going to find it, have it. 
So making easy for you, say the first item is on P15. P15 means page 15 of your Bible, this Bible. Open up page 15 of your Bible. Let him hear, let him hear, page 15 of your Bible. Page 15 of your Bible. Page 15. Yes, that's the very beginning. Page 15. 14 and 15. Actually, 14 and 15. Page 14 and 15. Page 14 and 15. Right. Now, look at this. These are the productions of page 14 and 15. Right across the two pages. See, are you listening? Right across the two pages, right. Sex between father and daughters. Sex between, right across the two pages. I hope you are listening to me. Right across the two pages. Fill it up. Easy to find afterwards. Whenever you're looking. Sex between father and daughters. Daughters is plural. That's it. That's it. Sex between father and daughter. Right, 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 right. Very good, very good, very good. <coughs> right. Then you see on page 15, verses 30 to 36. Look at this. 30 to 36. Box it. Box it, frame it, frame all those verses 30 to 36, frame them, frame them. That's it, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. That's it. That's it. Read it together. Read it together. And the Lord and Lord went and dwelt in the mountain and his two daughters with him. For he feared to dwell in Zod. And he dwelt in a cave, he and his two daughters. And the firstborn said unto the younger, Our father is old, and there is not a man in the earth to come in unto us after the manner of all the earth. Come, let us make our father drink wine, and we will lie with him, that we may preserve seed of our father. And they made their father drink wine that night, and the firstborn went in and lay with her father, and he perceived not when she lay down, nor when she arose. And it came to pass on the morrow that the firstborn said unto the younger, Behold, I lay yesternight with my father. Let us make him drink wine this night also, and go thou in and lie with him, that we may preserve seed of our father. And they made their father drink wine that night also. And the younger arose and lay with him, and he
پیپوسی مک بنشیلی لام نوم جیروز پس به بود در دانس افلاد به چایل بایده فاده فاده نید در دانس پرگمنت زوز بینو گوکین
life. At the bottom of these two pages, write down, at the bottom of the two pages, write down in big writing, son rapes his mother. Son rapes his mother. Son rapes his mother now. This was daughter seducing the father. Now the son is going to rape his mother. Son rapes his mother. Son rapes his mother. Son was raped. Yes. P thirty two. Put on P thirty two. P thirty two. P thirty two. And open slowly. Find P thirty two. Take thirty two. Slowly, not too far. P thirty two. P thirty two. P thirty two. It's page thirty two and thirty three. On the top you find thirty three. Thirty two and thirty three. Right across the two pages. See, right across the two pages. Right across the two pages. Right. Son rapes his mother. Therefore, I said you must be able to write. Son rapes his mother. Son rapes his mother. Son rapes his mother. On page 32, you'll find verse 22. On page 32, you'll find verse 22. I want you to box it, frame it. Just frame that verse, that's all. Frame verse 22. Very short verse. Very short verse. Just frame it. Box it. What's the moral? What you learn from that? It's understood. And the, man, the father is told, you know, I'm telling you, the father is eight year old. Triple, triple. And you tell him that his son was having sex with his wife. He's going to blow his top. He might have a heart attack. He'll lose his temper. He does things like that. But Israel, he's big hearted man. He doesn't change him. It was nothing, nothing, nothing. Yes. Abraham. Now, if it's a contradiction, 
is a contradiction in the Bible. This God didn't know the difference. He's telling one guy to write down that Keturah was his wife. He tells another guy to write down that it was his concubine. If that means different things, then that is an extra contradiction in the Bible. Bible. Every Bible has that. Keturah is a wife and Keturah is a concubine. Does it mean the same thing? He said, no. Then this God of yours, he didn't know what he was talking about. He's telling one guy to write that she was his concubine and then another guy that she was his wife. This God didn't know. Your God didn't know what this is. The second wife. Yeah. Or a third wife. Right? But now, she is your father's wife, is your mother. Your father's wife, what is she to you? Your father's wife, what is she to you? She is my mother. Your mother! Your father's wife is your mother. mother. No matter you got a stepmother, second mother. Your father's wife is your mother. Then you go and have sex with her. Finish. Finish. And this guy is told, the father said, people when they told him, he says, your son was having sex with your wife. Quiet. <laughs> Just start having me. Why is heavy? There's nobody caring for him. Stop. Book of God. <laughs> they are asking, is this God talking? Is this God talking? Is this God's book? Can you read this to your daughter all this? To your sister? You can't! You hold them God. If God was not ashamed to put all this in his book, then why are you ashamed to read it? That means you are more holy than God. Can you be holy than God? You can, but you are. Every Christian is holier than God. Because he won't be this in the church. Why not? Because there's two filthy dirty. So if God can speak this, why can't you speak it? That's what I'm saying. Is this book written in the, in the people of, the, of, of today? This is today's language. I mean, I mean the, the people that, who, are, who are living today. This is what the Christians are doing. They've got it down. You ought to 